0: Radio Sport Mornings with Jason Pine. Well, the uh, the rugby tomorrow night. Let's get back onto that after our uh, chat about uh, Nick Kyrgios, etc. Shane Howarth played ten times for the All Blacks, including four Test matches. He also played Test rugby for Wales. The last of his All Blacks Test matches was this one. Hey. Yeah, the famous Wednesday night Bledisloe Cup game in Sydney, 1994, ending with George Gregan knocking the ball out of Jeff Wilson's hands to deny the All Blacks victory. Shane Howler scored all of the All Blacks points that night in a 2016 loss, a converted try, and three penalties. Shane, would you believe that game is 25 years ago tomorrow? 25 years, man!
1: <laughs> My body's feeling it. Tiny, don't worry about that. Yeah, it's funny. When I was playing overseas, I played with a lot of Australian mates and they always brought that photo up. There's a photo of me, still photo of me jumping up thinking Goldie scored, but you can see the ball um, out of his grasp. was well, a hell of a tackle from Greger, but so they they remind me every time they can that, you know, he, he wasn't scoring the try. So yeah, I get a bit of ribbing for that.
0: I can imagine. But, you, but I mean, you were quite justified. Most people around the stadium, I, I had some mates who were sitting at the other end. And, I mean, from that distance, you think he scored. He scored. I, I'd forgotten that you gave him the final pass. You should have held on to it. Um, yeah, and he had a chance to pass it to me too, which
1: I reminded him of um, a few times. But, no, I think, uh, uh, you know, poor old Goldie, he copped a bit for that. But, gee was it was a 35-metre run to get there. And uh, I don't think many other guys are that at that level at that time, would have been able to get where Goldie got. It just didn't miss it off.
0: Yeah. That was the only time you played in a losing All Blacks team. Um, The All Blacks lost their last Test match against Australia in Perth last Saturday. What sort of response do you expect from them tomorrow night?
1: Well, it's been an interesting um, week of conversations, hasn't it, Pine I've been listening a bit. Um, I think what what we need is just a response. Um, You know, the... I think it was twofold in Perth. I mean, the Aussies were better than anybody expected them to be. You know, um, a very good friend of mine's, is the forwards coach, Simon Rawalui, and, and, you know, I said congrats. I hadn't seen Aussie play like that for a long time, um, particularly up front. I, I thought up front they looked like our all-black pack, if, if that's the way to sound. And I think we were strangely off. Um, and so those combinations created the, the, the spectacle. Obviously, the, the red card had, a, had an impact on it. However, I thought Aussie were were looking pretty good even up to that point. Um, So, you know, I think there was just a a bit of we weren't exactly sure of our plans and and the Aussies came out completely unexpected to, I think, most rugby pundits.
0: Can you then, um, I mean, I think you're you're absolutely right. We've had a lot of of talk about the forwards this week. Only the one change in the forwards with Owen Franks coming out and and Nepo Lalala coming in. Um, while we've had two changes in the backs, which we'll talk about in a second, would you have expected more changes in the forward pack given the Australian dominance?
1: Well, I think there was one force, for Scott Barrett. So, of course, I, I, yeah. There's the there's the worry that there's uh, it's panic selection, you change everything. Um, look, I, I think Steve's basically said we're making one change here, and you boys redeem yourselves. You you, you front up, and and I think that's what all of us want to see. Um, we were out physical um across the park I mean Karevi was unbelievable but he was allowed to be unbelievable because Rodder and and Arnold and and you know the the two props Alala Toa and Cio and um you know they were just making get and making games they were making 2 or 3 meters every time they took it into contact and and that put Aussie on the front foot whereas when we were, when we were trying to do that we were actually getting hit on the line on the game line if not behind it so we were always on the on the back foot. And I think, from my point of view, I want to see, and I'm glad, you know, Shag hasn't changed too much. I want to see these boys front up and and just, I mean, get over top of Australia physically up front.
0: Further out, uh, Moonga at 10, Barrett at 15. Um, you, we, we remember you mainly as a fullback. Uh, forgive my ignorance. Did you play a lot of first five or any first five during your career?
1: Yeah, I did for, for club a couple of times. Jumped in for Auckland. Um, it's funny. Everyone expects a ten to be able to play fifteen, and a fifteen to be able to play ten. Um, I, I enjoyed fullback just for that time. You, you get time, um, but ten you also enjoy it because you got you you've got the hand on the till. You you're calling the games. You're running the shots, and, and you know. So it's uh, both. Although they're completely different positions, um, they do tend to sort of blend in. At times, from 15, you, you've got to be able to read the game. At 10, you've got to be able to read the game. You've got to understand what's happening around you. So the only real difference is at 10, you're getting clattered by people like Michael Jones when you Maris is playing white a matter and then he says, sorry for cutting you in half and helps you up um, versus being a fullback where you don't get, you know, brutalized by loose forwards like that. So you know, I love the freedom of, of fullback. And I think, you know, and we all know how dangerous Powden is with space, Um, and that works twofold at at fullback. You don't really want to kick him the ball, but at 10, you don't want to give him space. So, um, I think also we've got to forget, this is Richie's, what, third test, fourth test? Yeah. Richie Maunga, he might only be around. So he's got to grow into that. I I really like Richie Maunga. I don't mind the 10 and 15 um, axis that they've got going now. We saw a glimpse of it where Richie attacked the line and put Bowden through a lovely hold of score in Perth, and I think that came on the back of two or three very good runs from the boys up front. So I think if we can get parity, or sorry, not parity, we can get dominance up front, then I think you'll see a lot more of of that axis between Moonga and, and Barrett, and I think it would be quite fruitful for the All Blacks.
0: And uh, out wide, two changes on the wings. Uh, Rico Ioani and Ben Smith drop <laughs> yeah. out, and in comes Sevu and George Bridge. Big night for those two boys.
1: Yeah, look, I'm a, I'm a man crush Ben Smith. I have to be honest. Um, you know, I, I think he's absolute world class. However, I've got, to, I've got to say he hasn't looked you know up to up to Ben Smith's level um, the last two tests. So you know, maybe maybe a drop down to some consistent game time with Otago. I'm not sure what they're thinking of doing with, with Ben. Look, I think he's a world-class player. Um, however, I think also there's only this test in Tonga to the World Cup, and I still don't think for sure of who that last outside back's going to be. So, why, why not throw several recent and George Bridge into a, a test match like this and see, you know, see what they've got, both mentally and physically? Um, so, I, yeah, uh, it's fascinating. I, I can't wait to watch. You know, I hope Auckland weather plays its part. I don't think it will, but I hope it does that allows us to get these guys a bit of space, but also want to see how they work with Bowden at, at fullback and defensively and, and in that, certainly in the counter-attack um, areas. So, look, I'm, I'm quite excited about them. Like I said, it's uh, I, I think Ben Smith's world-class, so you know, he'll be back. Um, but I think at the moment it's good to see what, what Sebi Rees and George Bridge can bring.
0: Mm. Just before you go Shane just a word on Wales um, I'm not sure how closely you've been following their build up to the Rugby World Cup a lot of people seem yeah. to think they'll uh, they'll have a, um, a big say what's your assessment of where they're at?
1: Well it's quite funny isn't it before the English game we were uh, Wales were going to win the World Cup and now after the <laughs> English game all, all my Welsh mates like oh hell we're in trouble now <laughs> um, yeah you know, it's quite funny and I think that's the same with the All Blacks before the Perth test it was like we'll win the World Cup pretty easily now after it's all yeah, we're in a bit of strife. Um, look, I, I I just think if there's one team we're underestimating, it's England. I mean, Eddie Jones is a is a pretty crafty character, and um, the snippets of the game I saw, they were quite dominant over over the Welsh. Um, so that's quite a good momentum for them. Look, I I, I think Wales. Are, I, what I love about the World Cup, point is it's open now. You know, we we would always say going in 2011, 2008. Oh, you know the All Blacks will, will probably win it. There could be a uh, one or one or two other teams that have to play out of their skin to to beat us. Well, now you've got Ireland, England, Wales, obviously <laughs> making a comeback. No one's talked about South Africa winning the rugby championship pretty easily. 46-13 um, over Argentina, and Argentina's nothing to be sniffed at. So the, the box are back. So <laughs> from a from a couch potato point of view, it's it's a very very open World Cup. Um, you know, and, and our first massive game is is the first game of the tournament, um, mm-hmm. so that's going to be interesting. But I mean, well, in terms of Wales, the, the, Wales will always be upbeat about how their chances go. Um, and you know, it's you don't win a Six Nations Grand Slam easily, so they'll be there or thereabouts. Um, whether they can tip over the All Blacks or the Bockeys in a semi-final, I'm not sure.
0: I've loved chatting to you, Shane. Thanks so much for joining us, mate. I can't wait for tomorrow night's game either. Such an intriguing contest coming. Thanks for uh, for stopping in for a chat, mate.
1: No problem, Blanny. Thanks.